HBs, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while giggling at our own antics and deep diving into our love of the genre, one book at a time. We hope you're staying safe and healthy and as sane as possible right now in your houses. (laughs) It's a rough time, but we're sending light and love and laughter your way. Listen, I promise this isn't turning into an Akashmurv podcast, but let's look at this as a little mini-series, shall we? Y'all shouted until we relented on doing book three, and now we are doing book three. So, let's get into part two of A Court of Wings and Ruin. I don't know how many parts there will be. Here we go! Hello, Erin. Hello. Hi. How are you? Great. How are oh, you? Wonderful. <laughs> you have some penance to pay, though. Penance to pay? Yeah. Yeah. You we need ag- to apologize to the listener. <laughs> we agreed on banter, and now you're taking it <laughs> to a totally new place. I'm not. Penance to pay? What? Yeah, apologize? You, have, you, The listener? Listener? Erin's about to apologize to you because I have what? no notes, and it is her fault. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most melody shit you've ever said in your life. Here I How am, is it my fault my personal responsibility. that you didn't take notes this week. Please let me know. What did you do after the recording last week, Erin? What did you do? I told you about some trash television that I'd been watching. Oh, boy, did you? And you even went as far as to say, I've been watching this trash television, and I don't think I have anybody else to talk to about it. And yes. so... And I was like, oh, here I am. I'm going to be a good friend. And I was because I watched two seasons (laughs) in one week. I'm sorry. It just feeds your soul, though. It's like just you guys. That was going to be my lady love this week is just like like the raccoon you are just getting to that trash that's right <laughs> i up. am i am a trash panda when it comes <laughs> to this stuff i'll tell you that much. but it will derail your whole life if you have an addictive personality and can't stop like if you're the person who's offended when netflix is like are you still watching <laughs> then you shouldn't Maybe Mm-mm. you should think don't, about your don't dive into like dive the in. deep, the deep <laughs> trash. Well, I'm not going to apologize Harum? for telling you about TV shows. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Fine. We all make choices. We all have boundaries. But you've read, <laughs> you've read this book several times. So that should help. Times. Yeah. I read this book after last year after we read Akko Schmerv too. Yeah. <laughs> and then this week I sat down to read the second. So the book is divided into three parts. Right. The first one is Schmurfenberger. And then the second <laughs> one is Cursebreaker. <laughs> and then the third one is The High Lady. The High Lady. And so we were going to do part two, colon, Cursebreaker this week. Yes. That part is like 600 pages. Part it's one is like... novel. Yeah. Part one There's, is like 150 pages. Uh-huh. Part two is like... 600 pages. Yeah. And then part three is like another 150 pages. Like, 
That's yeah, fucking, there's, that's bullshit. There's Mas, two novellas. Mass. And a very, very long book in the middle. Yes! Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was rereading it and I was like, oh, I can just like casually flip through this and probably get the <laughs> gist of the plot. Because I've already read it and I never reread a book. Right. But I kept being like genuinely surprised <laughs> by plot twists, which is not a good sign. <laughs> because I did not get all the way through part two this week. Yeah. Yep. And so if you go yeah. further than mm-hmm. I do on this podcast, I'm probably going to be like, what? Happens? Really? And then who wants it? <laughs> Which, um, we're sorry, Bodes guys. Well. We're Bodes operating well. at the highest capacity we can right yeah. now. It's quarantine times. <laughs> and uh, I super don't care I'm sorry <laughs> I'm really sorry I feel like we're back at the beginning when we very first started like mm-hmm. the mentality I currently have is mm-hmm. the same mentality I had in like November of 20 what did 17 18 did we start this it yeah. was October of 2017 when I was like oh we can say whatever no one's gonna listen no to this no one's gonna listen I, we're just shouting into the void. It's a mentality I have, but that is not the reality. Of That's the not what it's like right now. And you know what? We're still committed to giving you quality content. We just can't keep promises about scheduling or the quality of the content. <laughs> Aaron, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> whatever i think we're better when we don't know what the hell we're talking about man that that like pirate lesbians frogs book is one of my very favorite episodes and i still have no fucking clue what happened (laughs) in that book so listen we are affable buffoons and that is okay down to the point where I just called it a pirate book and it's not. I just thought it was a pirate book up until we read it because it said <laughs> captain on it and it had yep. a sword. So I just assumed it was pirates and then it wasn't. Yes. I even put it on the list when I said genre. It said pirate times. It said pirate that times. That wasn't the case. <laughs> it was frog times. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? Here we yeah, go. Turning, Chapter 11. Turn it on my <laughs> Kindle right now. Curse breakers. Curse We're breakers. on a camping trip. We're on a fun oh my gosh, road wait, trip through the autumn court. This is, in my notes, it says Lucian and, and Feyre do a big danger camping road trip. So it's very cold, are, though. We're on the so, same page. Yeah. It, it is like a little road trip in the middle, but it's it so cold. They're sleeping in the caves. Oh They're so cold they all the time. To, they have to go through. They, so they, they've they just killed Dagden and Branna. They have they have Schmurgered Schmurger's hand into yeah. Schmurgerdom. <laughs> it is yeah. no longer uh, recognizable. Right. And they've gone through a door into the Autumn Court. Right. And so it is fall, you guys. They've got their boots on. They've got their pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating Macintosh apples wherever they go. It is all It's Yankee all candles the time. as far as you can see. That's right. <laughs> they've got but those. The- they've got those <laughs> infinity <laughs> scarves on. They're doing it. <laughs> okay. So this is where Lucian's from. Yes. He's the youngest of a bunch of red-headed autumn boys. Yep. Yeah. And the they're eighth. all 
They're the, all basically uh, what are those fighting other? fish that yeah, should be alone in piranhas? Oh, beta no, fish. no, no, beta, beta fishes. fishes. <laughs> yeah, and they're kind of jewel tones. Those beta fishes. So that True. works. These Ooh. boys are jewel tone. Yeah, they are. So they're always like trying to fight to see who's gonna be the high lord of the autumn court. Yeah, they want to be the head boy of the autumn court. So okay, back in the day. Yeah, way back. Lucian had like a girlfriend. Yeah. And then the dad did murder that girlfriend and the brothers, the brothers participated in that kind of mostly. And then he got, he was going to get murdered, but then they just kicked him out of the autumn court. And that's how he ended up in the spring court with Tamlin. And then him and Tamlin killed two of his brothers in some kind of happenstance that I'm sure there's more details about in the book. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's Uh true. That's That's for truth. Some of those middle brothers. Yeah, so we're worried now. We're going through the autumn court. If yeah, his dad he's definitely not welcome there. Right. If his dad or his brothers find out, they're gonna come come murder him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they're traipsing through those uh, autumn woods, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're rolling around in piles of leaves. Yes. <laughs> They're mostly just doing a big cold. They're huddling together. There's a lot of like sharing between the two of them of like, this is where Lucian's like, I totally knew the whole time, Feyre, that you were totally a spy, but I didn't want to tell anybody because if I told Tamlin, he was going to freak out. And if I told Tamlin, you were going to freak out. And if you freak out, then I can't marry your sister. Then I can't get access to my mates. Which I'm big into. Yeah. Oh, also, listener, Feyre has no magics because she got Feybaned. She got Feybaned. That's the thing. She can't use any magic. I think Lucian also doesn't... He doesn't have as much magic as her to begin with. His yeah. brownie batter bowl is uh, is like a rice bowl. It's very small. And so... <laughs> this calls back to a brownie batter analogy <laughs> from one year ago <laughs> in episode two of it's this stuck bowl. stuck in my brain. You make yeah. it a baked good analogy and it's going nowhere. <laughs> was that the analogy we made or was it in you the book? Did. That was me. You. That was... That's an Aaron original. Yeah. That was a really good analogy I it made. It was. Good yeah. job, Aaron. Good okay. job, Aaron. We've got to move. We've got to move. <laughs> All right. So one of these cave nights, guess who shows up? <clears throat> Those brothers. Those fucking brothers. There's like four like of, them. of them. Three of them. Three of them. Which was what Aaron said. And so they've got her by the throats. And they're... Yeah grab it on lucian yeah and they they fight real good and one of the brothers is like yeah rumor had it that you guys ran off together and like uh betrayed tamlin and now you guys are doing sex on each other so that's a great rumor that's flying around all the high kingdoms that's Uh good to know yeah and pharah uses somebody uses some some fire magics yeah yeah. It might be Eris, but I'm pretty sure No, Feyre doesn't have any magic. They get no. away somehow. How do they yeah, do that? They get they do a fight. There's a fight. There's a fight. But they yeah. get away. And then after that they do some more camping Road in trips. The, the autumn trip. They climb up a yeah. mountain. Big mountain. There's snow on it. Because they're getting closer because to winter. Just like the seasons, we're going from autumn into winter right they're getting <laughs> close winter, to the winter we're gonna have our mulled apple cider yeah. and we're gonna have like <laughs> you know the wintry offerings uh-huh Aaron's so, gonna make some of those candied cranberries. I, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sorry. I've gone to a goopy place. We've got to move. All right. <laughs> so then, like, the next cave night, like, Lucian yeah. wants Feyre to tell him all about Elaine, her sister, mm-hmm. who he made it yep. to, and she talks about how mm-hmm. Elaine worked in her stupid garden because it's stupid. the only redeemable quality about <laughs> Elaine. Oh, she did tend to a flower one time. <laughs> She's so fucking delicate and stupid. I hate Elaine. <laughs> I don't like Elaine. I don't like, well, number one, Nesta. Nesta. Hate Nesta. <laughs> yeah, she's way up hate there. Hate Nesta. Number, number one, on two, hate Elaine. Ugh. Elaine. She's fairly Elaine. useless. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I'll, but then, you know, on the other side, I, I, I want justice for Tamlin, <laughs> justice for Lucian. <laughs> I have some yeah, controversial. So- justice for the the hewn the hewn city <laughs> justice for the court of nightmares it's true you justice guys, for Eris, i think i don't you know guys don't come here for like wishy-washy content okay no you come here to find out what you we come think. here for the molten lava hot takes <laughs> all right Okay, so they can't stop shivering. They can't make any fires <sighs> no. anymore. Like, yeah, they're going to huddle. Yikes. Yeah. It's very Ice Planet Barbarian, which I've also been doing ad nauseum. Okay. There's a lot of that Ice Planet Barbarian in this because the Fated Mate situation yeah, in that's what I'm saying. the Akoshmurvs is very similar to the Kui's. That it's like this bond, but you can also like decide not to go with it yeah. and, you know, all that. And then it's kind of based on like who would have the best babies a little uh-huh. bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're trekking along, right? And they go over this like big frozen lake or yeah. something. And she and Lucian are thinking they're home free. She can she's starting to feel a little bit of her magics coming. Mm-hmm. She can feel her ice powers tapping back online a tiny bit because mm-hmm. they uh, get stronger closer to winter in court. The court that she's in. Yeah. Yeah. She's already used some fires. I know she has. <laughs> Anyway, and so <laughs> based on up? nothing, Melody, sure. <laughs> that without magic, Feyre has oh already used a fire. Sternums. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, so this is how it's going to be, guys. We're going to guess a lot <laughs> about the plot. We're sorry. We tried really hard. We're sorry, but this isn't going to be all of part two. I'm already. I should warn you. This is probably going to be more than three parts. <laughs> No, we're gonna we're going to do this, Taskmaster. So guess who shows up when they're on this ice thing? Those brothers. Those brothers. They're back. And Feyre does. It's you guys. It's just guys. like Elsa. She does like a palm, oh. and all the ice is like, and and then yeah. she does some fire, and then the fire is like, well, because they're they, shooting fire at her. Yeah, and. And they're oh, but like she Eris doesn't quite have all her magic yet. Yeah, and, and sentries are somebody shooting arrows at him too. And so Lucian says they're like running full tilt, and Lucian is like, "We got a zag," and then like pushes her, <laughs> and so they they both start weaving in and out of each other's paths. <laughs> zag, zag. Um, so then, and then, and then Eris starts melting the fucking ice. Yeah. He melts it with his fire powers because he's number one son. So his brownie batter bowl is a little bit bigger. Yeah. So, and so now she's trying to, now she's ice powering it up just like Elsa trying to recreate the ice that's melting beneath their feet. Uh And then those brothers like winnow closer or something. And they do a big grapple and they do a big knife fight. I just remember at some point, like one of them gets her by the hair and is like dragging her by the hair. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she like she but, kicks like, a his ass justice a little bit. for Eris later on. I think. I, I think like... maybe we need some justice for Eris. I don't but know. Not I think right he now. Might not, definitely not right now. But yeah. he might be a bit of a resand. And yeah, I don't know. Oh no! But like maybe like about... a sexier resand that is kind of like all How bad. Dare you. <laughs> Oh my god, maybe you know he's what I all mean? bad. Oh. Yeah, maybe he's not secret good. Maybe he's like bad, but like not so but bad like, that you can't do him. Okay enough that you can hop yeah. right on that D. <laughs> okay enough. <laughs> he's got just the tiniest amount of reasons that make it okay. Yes, just enough reasons to make yeah. it okay. Do we think that all of the all of Baron's autumn court sons are gingers? Yeah. Do, or do we think that some of them might be just like a little, like brunette enough? To not... <laughs> oh, do we think some of them might be a little bit auburn? Yeah, like maybe a little auburn. Like maybe he's not just like flaming red hair, Eris. Yeah, let's say that if you cool. want to. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, there are yeah. certain things that I need to imagine. Okay. Sure. This is definitely up to interpretation. So he's got her by the hair. Yeah, and he's Lucia dragging is her. And fighting off his other two brothers. And then all of a sudden, a shadow. Kashoosh! Shush. Hit the ice. <laughs> it's Asriel, the no, shadow it's singer. <laughs> no, but it's Cassian, then- <laughs> the wa- the muscle warrior. And then it's Asriel, the shadow singer. And then, it's and then they're like, unhand my lady. Because That's she's right. their high lady. And but then, they don't say um, that. They say my lady. Yeah. And then Eris is like, go fuck yourself. And, yeah. uh, and then Feyre thinks back to all our training oh because you guys she's got a flaming ball gag in her mouth and flaming ropes eris can do some shit are you ready (laughs) wait flaming ropes and a flaming ball gag yeah girl i don't remember that (laughs) yeah is that for real of course it's for real. Of Hashtag course I remember justice it. for Eris. <laughs> yes, I'm all over it. Eris. We need an Eris book. Yeah, so he's and and it even says like it um it doesn't burn her, but it's warm enough that she knows it could burn her if Eris wanted it to. Hot justice for Eris. <laughs> so <laughs> she like maneuvers her body around to kick him right in the nuts and gets away from him. And then she undoes her ropes with her ice powers while Cassian's fighting Eris. And then Cassian stabs Eris right in the the gut. And they're about to murder up all the Baron sons. And then Feyre says very quietly, enough. No, do not. And then all of them, they just stop. Yeah, because she's in charge of them. Because she's high lady, and that's what she says. She says, oh, hey, girl, uh, I should kill you for what you did just there, but I'm not going to. I'm going to spare your life. I say. That's right. I'm high lady of the night court, and so you they just get back to your off. dad. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, high lady doesn't exist, and she looks him square in the face, and she says, it exists now, and she takes away the... What's that called? The cloaking mechanism on her. It's High not lady a tattoo. glamour. It's a glamour. Is it? Yeah, no, it's a that's true, a true blood, blood glamour. No, nope, okay. it's the same. It's the same. And then they see all her night tattoos, and oh. that does mean High Lady. That's right. Yeah. And so Asriel grabs up Lucian, and Cassian grabs up Feyre, and then Cassian 
my heart beats for Cassian. Oh, lot. mine too. That's why I hate that Aaron. he's in love with that bitch, Nesta. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> so they're flying away. And he says something snarky. I don't remember what it is. But then he it's looks at her. basically just goes, like, hey, girl. And then, yeah, he looks at her and he goes, hi, Feyre. Yeah. Oh, it's a big sweet. So they take her to Moore, who's been hanging out in the winter court. Mm-hmm. And they embrace. And then they all go back to Valaris, where Rhysand is supposed to meet them. So mm-hmm. they go back to the townhouse. And Lucian is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because he has no poor idea where Lush. he is. Poor, poor Lucian. Lucian. Lucian thought he was being taken to the night court, the hewn city. And so all of a sudden there's like this goddamn townhouse and there are kids just like in the street laughing and he has no idea what's going on. And so... I don't remember exactly what happens, but he looks at her and he's like, you're high lady of the night court, right? And then mm-hmm. from across the room, just casually leaning against a door frame, she hears the most beautiful voice she's ever heard in her life say that she is. Yeah. And then it's so cute because she just like falls to her knees sobbing and she's so relieved to see him. And he goes over to her and they're kneeling knee to knee and he, uh, there's a moment, though, later on where he licks off her tears, and I'm still not with it. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I get it. They love each other. Resand is hot. I yeah. am all for Resand all the time. I am all for this couple. I am for it. I'm hearing a butt coming on. This made me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> because she sees him and she like runs to him and like falls on her knees and he like scoops her up and like they, they're they like hard making out and it's like her hands are in his hair and it's like like all your friends are there. All your friends are there. Like just play it a little bit cool. They and can't. then they immediately go upstairs and fuck like it's not they don't even be like hey guys like nothing you know like, he scoops her up and he says everybody needs to be somewhere else right now and so they start hightailing him out of there and then she goes do you want to talk about what happened in the spring court and he's like i can think of a lot of other things i'd rather do right now and then they do actually end up talking. They go into the room and she's like, how are I know, those stupid I, I get sisters? That. Yes, un- understood. But what is poor Lucian during this time? Where is <laughs> Who he? cares? He's dirty and like Who wounded. Cares? And he doesn't know these people. Like he doesn't know these two <laughs> Illyrians or the more. And if he does, he only knows them by their like very scary reputations. He's in this random yeah. townhouse in a city where he has no idea. What is this? Is this the night oh, court? Yeah. Amryn shows up too, and Amryn's yeah, like, "There's a fucking hey monster in a skin suit walking around." <laughs> like the only person that's there <laughs> that he like knows is just upstairs fucking the Night King. Like, <laughs> I poor Lucian. But there is a series of injustices for poor Lucian. This is not it's a book like, about Lucian. I'll give no, a shit. No, he's her friend, and he she should have been <laughs> like, "Hey, can somebody, Lucian? This is the gang." This is everybody. Right. Could true. somebody get him some clean clothes? Because Anybody... Lucian doesn't get clean clothes until like months later, it seems like. <laughs> she could at least yes. have extended some common courtesies to like Lucian who saved her ass many times. Also yeah. tried to murder her a couple of times. But, but you like, know. 
water under the bridge. Yeah, that was book yeah. one. No one even remembers book one. Nobody remembers it. I certainly don't. So- <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't even remember this one, clearly. <laughs> okay, so they go upstairs and they start chatting. And um, it's a big, sweet scene. Like, it is a yeah. big, sweet scene. He's got her up against his chest and they talk and like reconnect about the things that have been going on a little bit she asks about her sisters it's a bunch of stuff and then she tells him about schmerger yeah that's one of my favorite parts where he's like uh i've heard about schmerger's hand like yeah was that you (laughs) who uh i assume that was you and she goes she fell she fell i don't (laughs) know it must have been some fall (laughs) hot it's really good and then he's like, did you kill Dagden and Branna? And she's like, yep, super murdered him up. And he's like, yep. good. And then he says that she's covered in filth and sweat and blood, hers and other people. And so she can choose. Using magic. Hated it. <laughs> she can choose for him to either lick her clean or like go have a regular civilized bath but he also does like a cleaning magic on her and she's like you just did cleaning magic and he's like yes but it doesn't like but get rid of all of, of the, the layer of the filth it's like what the, this is the most conveniently magic place in the world it's just like whatever yeah. you want is the answer is magic always yeah. like you can't make her all the way clean come on also why can't she she goes oh there's only room for one person in this tub and he's like a design flaw i'll fix tomorrow and I'm tomorrow like, well, what kind of power do you have Rizan? <laughs> do you have the power to move mountains and control thousands of people's minds you can literally make thousands of people forget about your city <laughs> you can't make a bigger bathtub <laughs> fucking it's good shit you can't so remove anyway. the essence of the filth Rhysan. <laughs> so she like puts on a little show and she's like wiping up her nipples and she's rubbing on her clit or whatever in that bath and he's trying real hard to keep his cool and then she gets out and they go back over to the bedroom and he does he carry her there i don't know what happens anyway he starts playing with her a little bit and he's like oh i could start here and like plays with her boobs a little bit and he's like or i could start at your mouth or i could start you know then he finger bangs her a little bit to be like i could start i just want you to know i was not about this sex scene because all (laughs) i could think about was lucian i'm not kidding (laughs) oh all i could think about was like everybody downstairs just being like well that was weird i'm like (laughs) I just was, I felt so awkward about this sex scene. I was just like, you haven't even said hi to your friends. I just, awkward. Sorry. So anyway, he's playing around with her. And the only way she can get him to like break his cool. And she takes his hand and she puts it on her heart. And she says, you're mine. And then they do a big giant make out. And then like the rest of Wings are involved. Yeah, 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 he unfurls his wings. His scrotal wings. Yes, his scrotal wings. <laughs> and then she slides back on the bed and he does a hesitate so that she can, you know, choose to definitely still have sex with him or whatever. And it's a big consent. Bar. Whatever. Yeah. And then 
as the rest of the sex scene happens, they keep saying variations of you're mine and never again. Like never again will be we be separated. And so she comes and then she hits that spot on his wings and he <coughs> comes. And can I just say, like, that is so convenient. The wings Wouldn't it thing? Be amazing. Yes, to be like, all right, I'm done now. Brink. And then you just know it's his go switch. Like, incredible. Yes, but I, the wings thing is so confusing to me. Like, I think I think wing sex is super hot. Love reading about it. Yeah, love a wing love sex. Wing sex. Love a wing scrotum. Great. Wing balls. <laughs> Outstanding. But there are so many wing things that happen in the books. I'm just like, ew. <laughs> Those wings are sensitive. <laughs> like, Either they're like balls or they're not like no. balls. <laughs> well, he flies with her to the House of Wind and she says that there's a little bit of hair that's like out of her braid from the soft breeze that Resand allowed in through his shield. So mm-hmm. I think they always shield themselves from the wind. When they fly. When they fly. And then it's not like they're getting, you know, insect splatter on their scrotums. That would be horrifying. Right? But it yeah. doesn't happen because they shield their flight. We'll get there. We'll get it's there. not just flying. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. So at the end of this, he tells her that, yes, he missed sex. But more than that, he missed having her as a best friend. And, like, <laughs> you know, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they go see those stupid sisters. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I- <laughs> okay they're not doing great these sisters <laughs> it is their choice to be not doing great <laughs> it is their choice i mean in their defense hashtag justice for these stupid sisters they've been through a trauma i Whether get it or not i they get come it out better in the end it's a big trauma times, Aaron. In this book, it seems to be very much an allegory for like a sexual assault, that their bodies yes. were not there. Something happened to them that they did not consent to. But the thing that happened to them was objectively awesome. <laughs> oh, and they need okay. to get over it. They need so to the get thing, over it. They the need to get over it. The was objectively awesome, not the thing that happened to them. Sure, maybe it the hurt when they were in there. I don't know. But, like, I'm just saying it, they are awesome now, <laughs> and they need to lean into it and yeah, be awesome. Fair. And I, I'm not saying that to take... It, it is, in some ways, when they describe what happened to Nesta, it is a beautiful allegory for not having agency or not consenting right. to something and then then having to deal with the, the fallout and mm-hmm. what people expect of you afterwards. And there's a part of that that is beautiful. However, pushing that allegory aside, <laughs> you are now <laughs> you a are super now- hot, super awesome, super powerful fairy, yeah. and you only get like one month tops to sit around in your room and be pissed about it. I'm sorry. Right. I agree with you. And it's been about a month. But they're still doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I These dumb sisters, I can't. So Nesta is um, prickly. <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> a really nice way to say that. Mm-hmm. Cassian is trying to get her to go train with him, and she absolutely refuses. And then she's like, I'm not the one you should be checking on. I didn't have anything to lose in the mortal world. You should be checking on Elaine because she's broken and she lost everything. And like a burp, 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 burp. And that's true. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, what Elaine lost, we find out later. She like dodged a big giant bullet. She did. But but right now she right thinks now that she, she no lost idea. her one true love. Yeah. Yeah. So they go into Elaine's room and she is, uh, she's a shadow of her former self. And her former self was a shadow <laughs> of a person. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Her whole personality was demure gardening before. And now her whole personality is sitting by a window. So yes. we've, we've downgraded in what Elaine is. We certainly have, yeah. And she was gonna, Pharaoh was gonna ask her if she wanted to see Lucian, but she chickens out at the last moment because Elaine is like doing so not well. But then Lucian is standing in the door. Oh, and he overhears Elaine say, We were going to be married next week. (laughs) That's a great Elaine. I want to go home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he's a big heartbreak. And then they take Lucian to his suite and they, you know, give him some clothes or whatever. Feyre already told him that on the camping trip. This is also where, like, isn't this where Feyre and him, like, stand on the balcony and Feyre tells him, like, the whole story beginning to end? Yes. Yeah. So Yeah. Yes. 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 yes, yes. (laughs) So Lucian now, like, knows all. As far as, like, all the shit that happened in book two and the night court and stuff, which would have been good information for Lucian to have known previously, before all these bad decisions were made. (laughs) But now he knows. Now at least he knows. Now he knows. So, yeah, they take him to his suite and they're like, we'll get you some clothes and, you know, you can go down to the city if you want. Like, this is like, you're not a prisoner. You're our guest, but you don't go up to the sisters' floor and you don't take the sisters anywhere. And, like, you have no contact with the sisters unless we give you permission. And he's like, okay, cool. See you never. So <laughs> then they and I go. Think this is where they might offer him clothes, right? That's what I said. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just, just know that he has still been in the same outfit this <laughs> whole time. Yeah, and she said that when they were laying there in bed, like, post-coital, that they watched the sun like stretch across the floor or I whatever. Know. It's been hours. It's been a long yeah. time. Lucian, would you like some food? Lucian, would you like anywhere to be except for awkwardly downstairs listening to a chump each other? Like, it's a lot. <laughs> no, they took him out of the house. They all Still. left the house. All right. So then they go see Amron, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they Check go out see Amron. And she's pissy Amron is pissy she's not too she's like really annoyed she's upset that everybody keeps on checking on her she's just trying to do a scholar right now mm-hmm. she's trying to read those books yeah she's trying to figure out like ways to protect the wall and mm-hmm. ways to keep the wall up and like a bunch of other shit and nobody like really has the capability to help her with that because the magic of the cauldron is so old that nobody really understands it except for maybe a giant monster wearing a skin suit. Right. And right. so we've got these like two books now, the one that was in the, the book Shmur- of breathing. Shmur-shmur, and then the They're other one together. that we took out of the the cabin. So what and then they went trying, together. So she's trying and now to say we that have them. both halves of the book of breathings are together. And the book yeah. keeps whispering awful nothings to this everyone. This book is a bitch. This it's like number is. one is Nestor. Number two is Elaine. <laughs> number three is this book. 
<laughs> it's true. It looks at um, Feyre and it says, Hello, sweet-faced liar. <laughs> Some books you read, this book reads you. It's true. <laughs> proud proud of that boom, joke. Boom, boom. Swish. That's Quality content right here. <laughs> so that's what Amron's doing. Is she trying to figure out that book? Yeah, and they're so they start downloading a bunch of information on Feyre slash to us. Yeah. Uploading a bunch of information. Sorry. Opposite. I so, don't know. I don't know if it matters. So, oh, so. Um, what we what we find out is a bunch of history about Highburn and Prithian and all of that. And so I guess a good way to think about Highburn is this has been the lead up to the Second World War. Like instead of Germany having mandated economic sanctions that they are like, you know, they're like drowning under instead of that. Highburn has lost all of its trade routes and it's lost all of its slave labor and it didn't do a lot to like regain any of that footing. It's slave labor being like lesser fairies and humans. humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly humans, right? Yeah. So they've just been festering off on their island. And so, of course, nationalism and scapegoating has taken over. And Reese and Azrael and all of that haven't been able to find any cracks in the ranks of their military or their civilian population mm-hmm. simply because it's been, I don't know, 30 or 40 years or, you know, just like but after World War One and before World War Two, mm-hmm. it's been that much time of the um, of the population, like setting their eyes on on one outside enemy. Right. And then well and then there was this whole Aramantha thing in the middle too. Yeah, that was sort of a test run for how yeah. to break Prithian and the wall and all of that. So their whole thing is they want to blow up the wall so they can go down there and get all those humans and make them slaves again and stuff. Yes. That's right. That's so that's exactly. their whole thing. So how Highburn is like selling people on this is like, "Hey, remember slaves? Remember yeah. how great that was?" You yeah. can have slaves again, and everybody's like, "Ooh, enticing!" Make Highburn great again. Yes, is make how they're Highburn doing it. Great again. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Mahaga is what they're saying, <laughs> and a lot of people are buying into that. And so they've got yeah. a bunch of countries that we've never heard of. Our team Highburn, and all those countries are like super rich and super lots of soldiers, mm-hmm. and also Jurian, <laughs> the and human also eyeball. Jurian. Yes, that yeah. that leather clad stern brunch daddy. Yeah. Thank you, Angie Dick. Oh, Angie and those human queens. Those human queens oh, are on their side. And those because human queens. Operating human against their queens. own interests so that they can be immortal. Which did that even work? We don't know. We don't think so. Yeah. So what we yeah. found out is like Resand has been doing a lot of just like personal flying over Highburn, which is like Resand. Stop. Stop. You're the king. Stop flying around doing recon in Highburn. You've got a lot of people with wings that work for Not you. Not to mention the like, I'm sorry, Rizan. I know that you literally in this chapter said, contrary to what we showed in Highburn, I'm actually kind of okay with this. You never are good at this. You no. have never, since you got into Feyre's vagina, you have not been good at anything except Nothing. being in Feyre's vagina. That's yes. it. <laughs> she does a big confuse. As soon as you're in there, you get oh. brain scrambled and it's you're true. no longer good at whatever it was you were previously good at. <laughs> so we've got that. 
Asriel did a big fly to the island that Miriam and, and Drake are on, and that that's the jilted lover of Durian. But, yeah. like, they're not there anymore, so they either, like, died or left. They don't know. Yeah, it's, like, grown over in its weeds, and they say to themselves, we really probably should have set up some sort of signaling system. Yeah, so a walkie-talkie would them. have been a great <laughs> idea with these guys, but we didn't, so we'll never find them ever again. We'll never. And then we realize that that's, what, that's why Jurian is sighted with Highburn is that the cauldron knows where Miriam's at, and he wants to go smoocher or killer or i don't know he's obsessed with miriam we we don't know it's not gonna be good for miriam whatever it is she doesn't want to get smooched or killed by jurian yeah and so amran says that since both of this those sisters were cauldron made they can Mm -hmm. use their help and their powers to like maybe help the cause and like save this wall or whatever if only either of those sisters had ever helped anyone with anything (laughs) in their entire selfish lives literally that that would be useful and farah does a does a big hard no she's like absolutely not i got them involved last time which like no you didn't and look what happened and amran looks her dead in the face and she says you sound like tamlin Boom! Mm-hmm. Pew pew. Mm-hmm. So then, more is like, don't it's you rough. ever say that fucking shit again? Like, you mm-hmm. need to apologize to her right now. More mm-hmm. almost like takes a step toward Amran, the fifteen thousand year old monster. Oh, more than that, suit. like millions of years millions old skin years suit old. monster. Jesus! And then Farah goes, "She's right." Oh, she's right. <sighs> I mean, good so, for Feyre for, like, always yeah. standing up for her sisters who have never done one nice good thing for her Not in her entire thing. life. I would have disowned these sisters so long ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have not talked to them. I would have moved out of the whatever hovel. Yeah. The, that's probably not true. After I got taken by the Fairy King, I never would have talked to him again. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. Like, never. I would have kept on providing for them for a while. But, uh... I don't know. Yeah. Listen, um, it's tough because once you're in a family system like that, it seems yeah. normal. No, I, I don't I don't want to like real talk, I don't know what I would have actually done in Feyre's situation. I know. But God has she given every single thing to yeah. these sisters and they are so ungrateful always. They're so fucking selfish. And Nesta is combative. Yes. Nesta's yeah, at like least Elaine, that's why shots. she's my number two. At least she's like tacit yeah, yeah, yeah. selfish. At least she's exactly. like low-key selfish. Like right. Nesta is just like a bitch always. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> okay, so then she's like, all right, I'm going to pull a, a note from Rissan's book and I'm going to say that it's their choice whether or not they want to help, which like, mm-hmm. Feyre, they, you, they've shown you what their choice is going to be. Yeah. This needs to be a command. Anyway. Yes. And so Amryn looks at everybody and she's like, you need to get Nesta out of the fucking house. You need to get your sisters out of the house. So they stop wallowing. Right. And Reese goes, I don't know if Valaris is ready for Nesta Archeron. And Feyre looks at him and snaps. And she mm-hmm. goes, my sister is not a feral animal. And it gets real awkward in there. Yeah, but I love the how they make up later. But I guess we'll cover uh-huh. that when we get to it. Okay. So then, and then he says that they need to get the High Lords together because if the numbers that Feyre got from those twin-cest kids 
were correct, then they're going to need every soldier that Prithian has on offer. Right. Not just, you know, the night courts. Right. Okay. So then they have dinner. Um, there's a At lot the of, of attention. Wind. Yeah. The, they do their wind dinner. They always do. <laughs> they love these wind dinners that they do they up do. on the, they all fly up to the mountain and do a dinner party. So a lot of attention paid to the wardrobe. Which usually I don't like, but in these books, I love a wardrobe discussion. I love it. it. Lucian is like decked out to the nines. Dressed to the nines. Spring court fashion. They dress for dinner. Feyre is wearing like a tunic and a leather pant, I believe. Oh, yeah. Is that right? And a little sparkly flat. (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) sparkle flat. Amryn's in like a little crop top and pants. She's got a crop top going. Um, All gray all day. her, Her flowy red dress. And Boy, you know, gown. Cassian Let's and Asriel wear whatever short. they wear. Yeah, they, but it's they got wear like, leering leathers. Oh, it's got yeah. They just wear whatever they always wear. Yeah, it's got like sheer panels. Moore's dress, sexy cutouts. Yeah, and Ooh, then like more? Elaine's wearing whatever bullshit she's wearing, and no, then Elaine doesn't come. Sure, but, but she's does. Uh, she's wearing something somewhere. I'm sure, and then yeah. Nesta <laughs> is wearing this like devastating awesome like serious like like um 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 like the starlight sort of gown i it think it is it's like a silvery gray delicious and she it says the book says she looks devastating and cassie agrees you guys oh god cassie Cassian, agrees. do not fall for this toxic woman i They're hate mates, it man I know. if they were mates it would have locked in already it would have think so uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to read their stupid book. We'll have to read their book (laughs) and hate it, but we'll have to read it. No, we're going to love it. Are you kidding? We're going to come around on Nesta. Just prepare yourself. You're going to come around on Nesta. With with podcast as my witness, I will (laughs) never come around on Nesta. Hashtag, if you don't chop firewood, you don't deserve Feywood. Period. The end. Never. Aaron, I'm telling you that with Sarah J. Moss at the helm of this ship, you're going to turn around on Nesta. I will turn around for a lot of hashtag reasons. I will turn around for a lot of reasons. I will never turn around on Nesta. Because what what these books do is they, they confuse being a mean, bad person with being a strong person. And I think that happens a lot in life is if somebody's like prickly and rude and like dismissive and selfish, people are like, ooh, what a strong woman. And that's not that's not what a strong person is. Just because you're an asshole doesn't make you strong. And Nesta is a selfish asshole. And I hate that because of that, we're supposed to think she's so strong that she was able to like take chunks out of the cauldron. And now she's like the world destroyer of death or whatever. And she's never done anything kind or good for anyone. She's never been strong, ever. We find out at this dinner that it's still quid pro quo with Nesta. So they're at dinner. I wasn't done with my rant, and I want you to know that. I'm so sorry. Please keep going. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just want everyone to know that I could rant forever about this. (laughs) When they were back in that hovel... Nesta could have been strong in any yeah. way, and she was like Pharaoh was strong. Yeah. Yes. If Absolutely. anyone should be taking chunks out of the cauldron, it's Feyre, not Nesta. It's true. Hate Nesta. <laughs> Hate her. <Yeah. laughs> Aaron's on record. Yep. <laughs> 
HB's, J.R. Ward's 18th installment of the Black Dagger Brotherhood is out now. The Sinner is just waiting for you to sink your teeth into. Here's the description. Sin has kept his side hustle as a mercenary a secret from the Black Dagger Brotherhood. When he takes another hit job, he not only crosses the path of the vampire race's new enemy, but also that of a half-breed in danger of dying during her transition. Joe Early has no idea what her true nature is, and when a mysterious man appears out of the darkness, she's torn between their erotic connection and the sense that something is very wrong. Fate anointed Butch O'Neill as the Destroyer, the fulfiller of the prophecy that foresees the end of the Omega. As the war with the Lessening Society comes to a head, Butch gets an unexpected ally in Sin, but can he trust the male, or is the warrior with the bad past a deadly complication? With time running out, Joe gets swept up in the fighting and must join with Sin and the Brotherhood against true evil. In the end, will love true prevail, or was the prophecy wrong all along? One reviewer said, J.R. Ward has a way with words that keeps me on the edge of my seat. And Harlequin Junkie raved, Mind blown. The Sinner was a high-octane novel that answered a lot of questions and saw some things finally come full circle. Romance, deceit, power games, and friendship. J.R. Ward pulled out all the stops in this thrilling installment. I'm including buy links in the show notes, so make sure to check out The Sinner today. All right, so Rusan says that they need to have a meeting at the Court of Nightmares because they need the Darkbringer army and apparently they need Kier's permission. I still do not understand why Rusan doesn't just kill this motherfucker and take over everything. What Valoris is the Court is of out. Nightmares? What is it? Why is it? Why do we have it? What is the yeah. point? Why why do we have to have a shitty ugly court? What? <laughs> I, I get it I that know. he wants to keep Valaris secret so that but no one ever out. touches it that's to hide the bag. it. Yeah, but just uh, no, didn't he didn't he smush everybody's brains in the whole world to make him like immediately forget about Valaris? Um or he tried to at least, but some worked and like some didn't. I feel like I feel like I don't know. people still know. Yeah, Kier knows about it. Know. Yeah, the queen. But there was something with the queens Kier that he wasn't like allowed it. to make them forget. Wasn't yeah, there because some of the like, Book of Breathings. You yeah, can't there was some tricky. caveat with the mm-hmm. with the queens. Yeah, so the queens know. Highburn still knows. Everybody still knows. There, know. There's a handful of people that know. But I get why he wanted to have two courts. But why does one have to be so shitty? Like I know. Why does he keep Kier around? I don't get it. Yeah, why does Kier need so much power in mm-hmm. order to like keep the thing shitty? You know, yeah. like anybody can make something shitty. That's easy to do. <laughs> well, the, put a different the, shitty person in charge. <laughs> I don't understand. The only purpose of the Court of Nightmares is to make Reese oh, kind of a bad boy. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> do that throne dance or do that throne dance. <laughs> that is the sole purpose. Like Sarah J. Maas has, or Mass, I've heard that it's actually pronounced, oh. has bent over backwards and twisted <laughs> herself into a pretzel <laughs> to, ma- to make sure we can get Reese on a throne in like in like a dark, like, I will flay your skin the off. Smoke. I'm a bad yeah. person. <laughs> place 
and here are all my concubines and like all of that bullshit. Yeah. And it doesn't work like for the plot. <laughs> but it oh does God. it does work yeah i was telling michael about my predicament today he was like so what's the what's the issue with recording today and i was like listen i've read it like twice but it's a big complicated it's a big plot hole and it's a big complex and he goes he looks at me in the face and he goes you have never worried about a plot hole. And I said, oh, no, no. Aaron worries about the plot holes. <laughs> it's not like keeping me up at night, but like, um, but I do lose sleep over it. That's yeah, how yeah, I yeah. feel. <laughs> <laughs> so there was something with like the treaty with like the dark bringers that like he would like they would make him make the high lord the high lord so they so Reese is their high lord but like he doesn't get to command their armies is the but treaty. he doesn't get to tell them what to do at all but like he like, is the high lord and like when he goes there he's like i own all of you and yet he doesn't listen i have no idea why or how this works so they need to go to the court of nightmares to convince Kier to like give his darkbringer armies and it's a whole thing and mm-hmm. and then more flips out and she's like no my dad's gonna say no right and the dark bringer army was like the worst of the worst when it came to they did a lot of civilian populations last time yeah and reese is like oh they're gonna be new rules this time and more looks him dead in the face and says you're not gonna be in a position to make rules like what is his position then? What is what he saying? Is? He can literally reach into all their brains. Any of their brains. Like imagine him doing like a, a super complicated sword fight. Swoosh, 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 swoosh. At the same time, he can control thousands of people's brains. That he's and doing a swoosh, at the swoosh, same time. And winnowing in, out, in, out, in, out. So like, how could he not make he the? Can, how could he yeah. not make them just like? No rapes, guys. Why not? No rapes. When we get over there, don't, don't do no do rapes. Any rapes. <laughs> How is he not in a position? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. This is the po- this is the problem with making somebody all powerful is there's no more conflicts in your books and then yeah it's yeah we're basically really hard. Captain Marvel at that point yeah yeah all right okay so then Feyre decides she wants to learn to fly and Asriel, bless his sweet sweet soul says that he's going to teach her because he learned yeah. late because he was super abused by his dad. Yeah. All right. And then Feyre asks Nesta for help and Amran offers to train her mm-hmm. because they there was this whole scene earlier at the same dinner where Nesta was like, "What is you? Why do your <laughs> eyes glow like that? What's the matter with yeah. your blah blah blah?" And like showing no fear whatsoever. Everybody else is like shrinking down in their chairs. Anyway, but there was also a moment. I mean, that's kind of a badass Nesta moment. But then there oh, was yeah. also a moment when Moore was like, I really like your dress. Oh, and yeah. Nesta was like, your dress is fucking ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Nesta. <laughs> she did. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Amron offers to train her because they're basically two peas in a maid pod. Mm-hmm. And so then Nesta looks at everybody and says, I will only help you protect this wall that I find incredibly important because mm-hmm. I've always cared about human rights, literal mm-hmm. human rights. Mm-hmm. I will only do that if you promise to kill Highburn and all those queens. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, girl, we're like, that's yeah, certainly that's, that's on the kind list. of the whole point of the whole thing. Yeah. So sure. 
then what's her name Feyre asks her for her testimony in front of the rest of the high lords because they need to yeah. make sure that all the high lords understand <sighs> what the fuck actually went down and Nesta like shoots off from the table and she's like absolutely not yeah i am not going to beg a bunch of people who wouldn't even hesitate to kill me when i was a mortal to help what save Ugh. the millions of mortals that are on the other side I of the wall hate her. And Nesta as makes if, no like, sense. And she's like, no, this is my story and I am not going to share it with them. And I also feel like the whole idea of Nesta, we need you to give your story so they understand how horrible Hybern is. Like, what's she going to do? She's going to get up there and be like, hey, I was a human and they threw me into the cauldron and now, and now I'm, I'm a, a super fierce space fairy. princess. <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh, we feel so bad for you. Highburn does need to go. No. I know. No. I know. Like anyway. so from go, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> but the fact that Nesta won't do it, it like just makes her even worse. Yeah. Okay, so then Feyre and Resand take a walk along the Sidra. <laughs> also, and... do we talk about how they're gonna have all the High Lords over for dinner? Yeah. After the thing? Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said the invitations were going out. Sorry. Well, yeah. because there's that whole thing where Lucian's like, are you going to hide her powers or not? And they're not oh, sure what right. they're going to do with that because they think yeah. that if the other High Lords find out that Feyre has all the powers from all the courts that they might murder her. Yeah, he looks at them dead in the face and he's like, my father in particular, if he finds out that she has any of his um, firepower, which we find out later isn't even his, we, we'll get to it. Like, he'll go go side with Highburn just so that he has the opportunity to kill her and get it back. So right. maybe be careful about oh. who you show the powers to. Also, during yeah. this dinner or whatever, or I don't know where we are. We're in we're still in this same conversation where there's this big info dump. May I yeah. read you a paragraph? Please. Nesta's eyes shot right to his face. She spoke quietly to me, to all of us, even as she held Cassian's gaze as if he were the only one in the room. By the end of this war, I want them dead. The king, the queen, all of them. Mm-hmm. This is what you're talking about before. Yeah. But she says she wants to do it herself. Oh, I forgot about that. And then somebody is like, yeah, if if we, whoever's going to, you can do the Amber killing blow. Says you can have the killing blow. To Highburn. Sorry, it was longer than I thought it was when I started reading it. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was the part where she said she wanted to do it. They were like, here, Nesta, you can be the one to kill the king of Highburn when the time comes. Because uh-huh. you've suffered the most, Nesta, from the King of Highburn. <laughs> All right, we'll move yeah. on. Sorry. World I'm sorry War that this is just becoming me how much that. I hate Nesta. <laughs> I, they, all of them have very good grievances against the oh, King of Highburn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Okay. So they're walking along. They're doing their walk on the rainbow. And the thing that I remember the most about this is that. Two things. One, Feyre's like, I made a mistake asking her in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you deal with all of these decisions as a high person? You know, like, how do you know what the right decision is? And he's like, it's trial and error. It's something that you learn over time. And like, we can do that as a team. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I'm really sorry about snapping at you earlier. Ugh, and he's I love like, this. I know. He's like, why? And she goes, well, I didn't. I didn't mean to undermine you in front of everyone, yeah. basically. Yeah. And 
he takes her in his arms and he's like, you didn't undermine me. You questioned me in front of our family. Yeah. That's okay. You're high lady too. And I don't know, like it's our family. We should be able to disagree and debate and be Mm -hmm. a team anywhere. Honestly, like I'm cool with doing this in public as well. (sighs) It's just one of those things that Tamlin would have been very mad at her about undermining him. And, and Reese is confused as to why she's even apologizing. Yeah. Why she's been thinking about it. He's like, Oh, that's why you've been weird all afternoon. Right. (sighs) Such a refresh. He's such a hero. He's such a hero. Sexy night king. And so then she makes the decision. She puts the, up the boundary and she's like, in front of the public, I want us to be a united front. We can question each other down the mating bond or like, mm-hmm. you know, demon tea style. But out loud in front of people, we are a united front. And then in private and in front of our family, we can, you know, it's basically no holds barred except for the, you know, the rules of love. Mm-hmm. The, you know, campfire rules in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Only productive communication with these two, Aaron. <laughs> so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Did we get a morning sex? Do like, we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Feyre gets up because she's going to do a training with Cassian. Yeah. And then when she gets to the training, we kind of get like a oh, recap yeah. of like, he's not <laughs> the first Illyrian that's made me sweat this morning. And... <laughs> It's really cute. She talks about how Rhysand in the morning is unhurried and lazy and wicked. It says when his hair is still must with sleep in his eyes and he has that glazed purely male gleam in them. Oh, it's Mm. cute. Mm -hmm. But then she finds out that Cassian is training her super extra hard because he's pissed at her. He's super mad. Because of some shit that happened back in Highburn months ago. He's taking it out on her now? Today? (laughs) Confused? It's a big Cassian move. Yeah, he's like, you should have told all of us that you were our high lady when we went to Highburn because everything would have been different. Were I Feyre, I would have been so pissed because his whole <laughs> really? thing is, yes, his whole thing is we knew that you were Rhysand's mate and like our friend and whatever. But if we knew you were high lady, we would have like done more to protect you. It's almost like since you didn't tell us that you were high lady we were a little more cool with you dying (laughs) than we would have been if we had known i would have been pissed i would have been like i'm sorry if he hadn't made me high lady i wouldn't be a member of this family no i think okay the way that i read it was in highburn because we didn't know about your position we were letting you make choices as an individual Mm-hmm. And making choices as an individual who is only Feyre is very, very different from making choices as High Lady, who you owe responsibility to us as much as we owe responsibility to you. Mm. See, I saw it as like, I read it. When, when we knew that you were mated with Rhysand, you yeah. were his lady and you were his to protect. This is what he says. You were his to protect. It is what he says. Yeah. But when you're... Hi, lady, you are ours to protect. And I would have just been like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I had a whole different view of what this family was. Right, right. I mean, right, right. I think Pharaoh would have protected Cassian with her life. Maybe that's the problem. 
that she's too cavalier with her health it, and that's safety. That's exactly his problem. But he's like, I you know. should not be laying down your life for me, no matter how much you love me, because it's my job to lay down my life for you. You are high lady. But like, and look also, at Rhysand like, just flitting all around the night my, court and like doing all kinds of, you know. I'm like, why aren't you right up Rhysand's ass all the time? Yeah. And he tries to say like, oh yeah, we had words about it. But it wasn't it wasn't about Rhysand always making the sacrifices, which is Feyre's biggest problem with Reese, you know? Right. Yeah. And then she goes flying with Az, right? Right. Yeah. So she spouts off her wings. She sprouts them out. Yeah. And he's like, the first rule of wings is not to let them drag on the ground. Which also, like, if they're a scrotum, this is what I'm talking about. As if they have to (laughs) consciously think about not dragging them on the ground. That should be like (laughs) the first, like, ouch, oh, never make that mistake again. Like, that Mm -hmm. should not have to be a lesson. That should be like, don't scrotums on the sticks and the rocks here's my other theory Aaron. you know i've got 72 of them my other theory <laughs> about is the wings uh, about everything like the moment you're like what about this problem i'm like my theory is <laughs> i'm gonna explain this right away sarah j moss is twisted in a pretzel to make the court of nightmares work <laughs> melody is twisted in a pretzel to make scrotum wings work <laughs> let's hear it yes my theory is that they're only incredibly sensitive because she always talks about like a couple of spots. She's never just like rubbing her hands all over. Oh, you the think wings. there's like a like a button on I, there? there? Yes, I think there's like a line down like one of the sinew. You know what I mean? Like right uh-huh. where like the bones are or something. There's a huh. spot that she just like caresses and he detonates. You know? Gosh, yeah. So I I think it's not an all over thing. I think, I think you're right. I think that might be the solution. It's yes. just, I wish that that were in the book, you know? <laughs> I, I wish that weren't solely from the mind of Melody. That's that's all. Okay. <laughs> all right. I so, you know, flying lesson. Tendency. <laughs> flying, flying is hard. Is this where Azrael is like, these are beautiful wings. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I just like made them or whatever. And he's like, no, you've got an artist's eye. Oh, and Maybe. Asriel also, also has to be like, may I touch them? Because it is a big no-no to touch an Illyrian female's wings. Yeah. Because they're you see, you see why or they're something. clit wings. <laughs> That's why. They're clit wings. It's a clit wing. Oh, no. And he has to be like, don't drag it on the ground because they're sticks. <laughs> They'll get infected. You know, listen, sometimes I get so tired. I just drag my clit around. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I have so much in my purse. Well, I know there's so sticks can- and stones, but like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> on that note okay (laughs) we're going to a library now oh yeah the library oh (laughs) i have a very hot take about this library i don't know (laughs) if anyone's gonna like it oh no (laughs) all right tell us about the library melody Aaron. yes this library is under the house of wind 
Yes. And it is a private, super private library because all of the priestesses in it, they're dressed just like Ianthe. However, they're all survivors of different forms of abuse or assault or, you know, all the all the badness. It's sort of a program in the night court where if you know the look on Aaron's face, if you decide that you need some time to heal or whatever, you can join up with this priestess rank and you can go into this library and you can have a, what's it called? A sanctuary. A purpose. Mm. Yeah, a purpose and a sanctuary. You can dedicate yourself to being in the library and taking care of the books and, you know, all of those things. And then you can decide to stay forever or mm-hmm. you can just treat it as sort of a temporary apprenticeship and fuck off when you feel like you can face the world again. And Reese came down here a lot after Under the Mountain because do you remember how he spent 50 years being sexually assaulted? Yep. So he came down with those priestesses too. And it's been a sanctuary for everyone. And oh, and the priestesses are the people who make the choice about who gets to come in to mm-hmm. the library. So scholars have to apply essentially to like get access to the works. And if the priestesses aren't comfy with you, you don't get to enter their space. It does not matter. Stop being an asshole, maybe, Mm -hmm. and then you can have nice things, too. And I think it's beautiful. And now Aaron is going to take over. It is beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. I'm so nervous. I am, too. But I think I'm right. (laughs) It is beautiful. And when Feyre says priestesses usually are in temples and Rhysand says a library is a kind of a temple, that is. That's true beautiful i loved it, it i loved beautiful. it however the mission here is Feyre and reese are going to this library because they need to read a bunch of books to find out information about the wall so they're going to personally yeah, they're finding look out, like, through the history of the wall for several hours some books and stuff we meet clotho the priestess librarian who has had her tongue mm-hmm. cut out and her hands smashed yeah. I thought it was interesting that Feyre says, why didn't they just kill her? And then Reese gravely says, they thought it would be more fun to smash her hands. And I'm like, Feyre, you yeah. should know that one. Because you did <laughs> just do that exact thing to somebody because oh, you boy. thought it would be more fun to smash her hands. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she deserved it. Schmerger deserved it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Make a temple. Send these women there. Have this sanctuary. Uh-huh. What he did was he took all the the scholars that worked in this library and sent them to other less important libraries throughout Valaris or whatever, and then put these women, who many of them are mute or do not have use of their hands or whatever, in this library. And their mission is to go read a bunch of books to find out about the wall. Don't you think it might have been useful to have librarians in the library? <laughs> That could give them information? Like, you could just go up to a librarian and be like, hey, we're looking for information. This is what librarians are. We're looking for information about the the wall. Would you mind pointing us to the best resources and telling us what you know? Have they? She gets them a bunch of books. Listen, I just feel like 
She go, a- go ahead and do have that temple for them, <laughs> but uh-huh. maybe have professional librarians in your library. It would come in handy <laughs> if, when you need information so that you, the high lord, don't have to sit there right. for hours trying to find the information in the library. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But it is beautiful. But I just feel like maybe it should be librarians who have been to librarian school. Especially since what they're doing is playing footsie. Yes. For oh most my God. of this library. Oh trip. my God. They're like, okay, we need we need to really concentrate and find out that information about that wall. And then they're like, okay, we'll do this for an hour and then we'll go have sex. And it's like, this is important. This is really fucking important. Yes. This is life or death. If only you could say to your librarians, hey guys, would all of you mind mobilizing and finding out information about the wall for us over the next few days? Go bang it out. When, yeah, we need to bang it out because we're the king and queen of this place. If only, but I'm sure half the librarians like can't read or write <laughs> or speak or see or whatever because they're not librarians. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're not librarians. It would have been so useful. Yeah. I feel like they again, it's beautiful. It's gotten- beautiful. They should have. They should have a beautiful temple where they can go and heal, and that's beautiful. Just like have some, keep a couple of scholars in that library. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we also find out that there's a big old monster at the bottom oh, of yes. this library. Library monster. Also, I'm like, you're taking a bunch of people who I know! just had a trauma and then putting them in the same space as an ancient monster. Just- them a nice temple (laughs) why why does it have to be here why make the temple a library sarah j moss if you need if you want the that thing of like libraries are temples that's so beautiful sarah it is different make it a different library temple yeah there's there's a big monster in there so cassian like no one even knows what what the hell nobody knows what it is Nobody knows what it does. Nobody knows. Cassian sort of knows, like, maybe what it looks like, but he refuses to tell his High Lord anything about the monster. He can't. He's so paralyzed by fear of it. Yeah, he's so scared. And then they they leave. What happens next? I think next is when we go to the Hewn City. Oh, no. While while they... Sorry, I just saw my note that said it might be nice to have librarians that could communicate this information to you. (laughs) I think that they find out, oh, this is where she suggests that maybe they could get all the monsters. Yes. Is when they're at the library. Yes. She's like, maybe we don't have armies, but maybe we could convince all these monsters to be on our side. Because Amran said that if they ever did the, put the book together, that some monsters might come. Well, and Amran isn't didn't Amran already tell them that like if she were to go into the cauldron or like do a specific spell, she would become her old self, right? And, Something like, like never, that. Never remember them and just like lay waste to whatever was in front of her, right? So yeah, so Feyre thinks to herself, oh, "We got all these monsters. Mm-hmm. Let's get them on our side." So then that's when they go to the prison. Yeah. Cassian takes her to the prison. So her thought is, let's go talk to the bone carver. Remember the bone carver? And I he, love the bone carver. Yeah, that little boy bone carver. Hashtag I love the bone carver. What a sweetie. <laughs> what? Uh, seriously, I was reading this book again this time, and I was just like, oh, like it's the bone carver. I like the bone and carver. I was so 
excited about it, except that he's supposedly one of the scariest things that's ever hit the planet. But, like, not as scary as his sister and brother. He's still, like, the least scary of his triplicies. Yes, except that he wasn't as scary as his sister until his sister got tricked into taking a mortal form. Right. And now she's slightly less scary, I think. Right. Sort of. Yeah. His sister's the weaver. Remember the weaver and all the burnt the hair? The weaver of the all wood. That, <laughs> all that greasy burnt hair <laughs> that she had to <laughs> sift through to get her engagement ring. Uh-huh. God. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that. Man, I would have broken That was when she right was Sands to protect. That's <laughs> she true. She sent her in there with that weaver. <laughs> okay, so they go to see the bone carver. Yes. And Cassian is with her. So they go all the way down into the thing. I don't know what he appears to Cassian as, but I think he might appear to Cassian as that monster from the library. Oh, you think so? He goes incredibly pale and he says that that's like the scariest thing he's ever seen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then to Feyre, he appears as this like seven or eight year old dark haired boy with violet eyes, you guys. it's I uh... can't figure it out. Who is it? <laughs> That was the last book. Feyre, you're so good at riddles. You're just like, gosh, that brain on Feyre. Oh. <laughs> also, that's the other thing about going to the library to read books all day. It's like Feyre learned to read like five minutes ago. She probably five reads at like a third grade most. level. Yeah, like, I know. I know. <laughs> and it's just like sex sentences about Resand because it's all he taught her. <laughs> so she's probably just staring at the, the book pretending to read. High Lord. <laughs> yes. All right. So he tells them that his sister is all the shit we just told you about his sister being the weaver and his other siblings being more powerful than him because they're saying, hey, if you join us in this war, we can send you home maybe. And he's like, I don't want to go home. Um, my home probably doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And if I leave this prison... I'm here by choice. Yeah. My sister and brother are probably going to destroy me. They're gods of death. So I, I like it here. I'm good. Right. I got myself locked up here on purpose mm-hmm. because they couldn't find me here. And they're like, Ugh. oh, no. And so by the end of this, he says, if they get him the Aurora Borealis, then... <laughs> <laughs> Ouroboros. Ouroboros. <laughs> what is it the Ouroboros? I, I think it's Ouroboros. Okay. Ouroboros. Or, or no, it's Ouroboros. Ouroboros. It's a There's a lot it's of a O's. mirror that yeah. tells you things about yourself. It's like if the mirror of Era said were like yes. the worst thing you've ever thought of. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so he's like, if you bring me that, then I will definitely be on your side. Yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. I've heard that's in the Hune City. This is super convenient. Can't wait. And, <laughs> and then he, they leave. He definitely tells he, he tells Cassian some stuff about Nesta because he knows oh, yeah. he's a god of death and so are his yes. siblings. And he heard about whatever happened with Nesta. He felt whatever happened with Nesta in that cauldron. He keeps being like, don't you want to know? Don't you want to know what she took? And they keep being like, not really. We do want to talk about this war, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty great. 
So Nesta did chunk off a piece of that cauldron when she was in there, and that that chunk was a death chunk, probably. Yeah, she she tells us later on that she made it give her something. She was like, you're taking this from me, and so I'm taking this thing from you. Which, I mean... And that's actually why the cauldron needs so many naps right now. Oh, my God. Which means that the only thing you have to do to conquer the cauldron, which is the god of this world, is just be a bitch Uh to it. That's it. (laughs) That's the power of her bitchery. I guess. That's how serious it is. (sighs) All right. Do you want to go to the Hewn City? I do. Okay. We're there. We're here at the Hewn City. They didn't put out thrones. Rhysand says he's going to murder everybody. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Yes. They're all really sexy. Yes. They get really sexy for the Court of Nightmares. Yeah. yeah. Nesta is in this, like, this black, slick, like, oil spill of a dress. And more has more (gasps) cutouts than we've ever seen in our lives what's up i'm sorry she goes and sees her sisters before they go to the hewn city and that's when elaine does this bullshit of like i can hear the sea i can hear the fishes i can hear the worms (laughs) because favor's like what do you want elaine do you want a garden i can get you a garden what do you want and she's like will i hear the worms because i can hear the sea i I can can hear hear your heart fishes and the the soil and the stretching of the roots. <laughs> like, fucking, like, Elaine, I just asked you if you wanted to garden. Like, just be cool about it, like, a little bit. Dirt. Yeah. Um, but then she talks to Nesta, and Nesta says, Oh, she says she's never going to train with Cassian. Oh, I hate yeah. Nesta. She's just, like, above it. She's not going to do any training. Right. And Pharaoh's like, Well, why wouldn't you want to be stronger? Like, if you want all these people to be dead, and you want to kill them yourself, why don't you know, like, why don't you want to kill yeah, them you yourself? Should learn how to kill them. And she, ugh, it says, Nesta inspected her nails. Why bother when somebody else can do it for me? Yep. And I would have slapped her in her stupid non firewood getting <laughs> face in that moment. <laughs> all right. Now we're in the human city. Sorry. Yes. And they are all super sexy. Yeah. Oh, and Reese and Feyre had already talked about, like, what role they were going to play. Like, am I your concubine? Am I your this or that? Yeah. What did they decide on? I can't remember. I don't know. I think she's just going to be, like, equals? the hot high lady. Yeah, equals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. they are, just dark and sexier. <laughs> They're just going to be themselves. Yeah. Just, like, bad, though. Yeah, bad one. <laughs> so they don't put another throne out. And so he, doesn't he? pop her in that throne yeah he, he does stands and he like sits he lazes on the arm maybe mm-hmm. yeah it's something like that Hot. and then nesta and amarin go off to inspect some powerful objects mm-hmm. to train nesta on how to find or look at powerful objects mm-hmm. and then they immediately go have a meeting with kier and kier is like you want my dark bringers that's fine. Mm-hmm. I want access to Valaris. No more of this bifurcation. We get to go to Valaris. Which, I mean, fair. Like, <laughs> hashtag justice for the Court of Nightmares. It is terrible there. It's awful. And this is unjust. That there is half of the court that's great and has, like, a great art scene and <laughs> good food and restaurants and stuff and children laughing yep. in the street and the sun shines all the time. And then there's another half this just like shitty all the time. It's shitty. It's wet and dark. 
and like bad. It's got some really good snake sculptures. <laughs> really good carvings of dragons and snakes. But like, there's kids over there in that court of, of nightmares too. They've never tried the great spicy chicken over in the Volaris. I know. Or is it? I know. Yeah. It's it's it it's was shitty. spicy chicken and it was spicy lamb blood and it made her feel alive again. Why doesn't anybody in the court of nightmares Damn. get there's there's shitty people nobody over there. gets to see the rainbow city exactly over, over the, the art, Sidra the art the street theater. the theater times listen Kira yeah. sucks <laughs> but I'm Kira's sure there's awful. a lot of people over there in the court of nightmares that don't suck and they don't know anything about that joy and yeah, love and, the and next wonder generation. Yeah, would certainly be better if they had access to like after school programs. Maybe. Wouldn't that Reset? be nice if there was like <laughs> some kind of some enrichment programs for the children yeah. in the Court of Nightmares? Resand. I just That's hate that there's like half of his court. For. He just does not give a fuck about. And then it's I like know. they want access to like the nice stuff, and more is immediately like no. It's like more. You are this guy's daughter. You could have very easily be sitting at that table on the other side, having never yeah. even seen this city. I know. Really? Just because you hate him? Really? Anyway, I whatever. Know. Anyway, so he wants access and races like cool beans can yep. do. There will be some limitations and we'll ta- chat about that later. And then... Kira's like also enters stage left, and then all of a sudden, Eris is in the house. Hot bad he's, boy, Eris he's got his auburn hair. He's got his amber bondage eyes and probably muscles, and yeah, bondage yeah. wings. And he's <laughs> he's probably got just enough reasons. Oh, we I find bet out he does. in this meeting. <laughs> Because he, at one point, was betrothed to Moore, and then Moore went and had sex with Asriel so that she wouldn't be a virgin anymore. And then, like, Cassian, not Asriel. Sorry, I got them confused. Notably, Cassian, not Asriel. Poor, long suffering (laughs) Asriel. Oh, God. Poor Asriel. So he did go, she did go have sex with Cassian so that he wouldn't want her anymore. And then he, like, left her in a forest or something. So here's no, 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 no. Justice for Eris, here I go. Okay. So. She goes back to the Court of Nightmares and she's like, bow, chicka, bow, well, fuck you, dad. I just fucked an Illyrian. Boom. So you can't marry me off. Yeah. And Eris is like, oh, yeah, I don't super want to marry you anymore. So I'm just going to very politely break off this engagement. And then her dad and a bunch of other people beat the ever living fuck out of her until Mm -hmm. she's like near death. And then they drop her on the border of the autumn court. Oh, right. And the, okay, the yeah, brothers, yeah, yeah. like, see her mangled, awful body and then, like, turn tail and leave her there instead of calling for help or whatever. And then mm-hmm. somebody else finds her and she gets saved and then blah, 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 blah. That's how she ended up here. She got saved by these guys. Yes. And so Eris, like, looks at everybody and because Kier, Kier leaves the meeting, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. Because, at one point he does. Yeah. And then Eris. Which, why? What could possibly be Kier's motivation for, right? I'm going to leave the meeting for a little bit, what except that we need Kier? more and Eris to discuss this without Kier in the room. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. Um, maybe he has to like go talk to his dark bringers. Or sure, something. maybe he that has can't to wait poop. fifteen minutes. Maybe he really had yes. to poop. <laughs> maybe 
Aaron, maybe he double fisted some chicken. (laughs) 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 That's a callback to a time where Melody ate some chicken and had to poop. We talked about it. (laughs) Okay. Man, I hope that wasn't Patreon only content. No, I think that was early on. I think we told that story so early. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Why does listener listen? It's so weird. Listener, we love you, but you also baffle us. Okay. So weird. (laughs) So, Eris and Moore are sitting there, and she's like, hey, have you helped any bitches in the woods lately? (laughs) And he's like... He says, you have no idea what I gave up to, I guess, let you live? Or, like, went through. I don't know if it was gave up or went through or what, but yeah. He said both things. I know gave up was definitely in there. Yeah. But basically, he's like, I knew the reason that you didn't really want this marriage. And so when you made that, wow, why are words failing me lately? Yeah, we need to be done soon. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We do. When you made that. It's not a misstep. It's like a calculated thing where you do something. Betrayal. No, to like fuck something else up. Anyway, when you went and fucked Cassian, I knew the real reason that you were trying to get out of this marriage. And so I let you out with no punishment on my end. Mm -hmm. But like the, the point of this interaction is him saying, I know why you did that. And she, like, pales. Yes. And then she's like, yeah, I mean, you're you're a a bondage crazy. You like sadist pain or Mm -hmm. something. And he's like, I don't know where the fuck you got that. But, like, that's also not true. Could have been the ball gag, bro. But whatever. I mean, it might have been the flaming ball gag. (laughs) (laughs) You just just conjured that right up without even (laughs) blinking an eye, my friend. But, Aaron... It didn't actually burn her. It just had the potential to I burn know, but her. that's that's what I'm saying. Like he, I know, he, I, I understand. He did I that. Understand. That's just his move, is flaming that ball is. gag. So like, yes. yeah, maybe we've <laughs> drawn some assumptions from these things. Anyway, and then he's like, and there were reasons that I couldn't save you right. on the edge of the woods. I can't explain that now, but I had reasons for leaving you there. Mm-hmm. That's it. They also get on him about Lucian's murdered girlfriend. Yeah. And he makes and a point like, to say he had there. no part in that and that he was the one that arranged for Lucian to get to the spring court border. Right. And they need to lay off. And Pharaoh was like, mm, how about that time you pulled my hair back in the yeah. winter court <laughs> not long ago? And That's then right. I don't think he had a good answer for that one. But no. I mean, he was sent to... No, his answer is, my father gave me a task. Oh, yeah. And, he, and his brothers the were there. Court, yeah. Right. You complete the task. That is what you have to do. And you did get away. And yeah, and you got away, bruh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then he's like, listen, I will back you and I will make sure that Baron, my father, High Lord of the Autumn Court joins your side as long as when the time comes you back my ascension to high lordness and he is the first son so it's not like they're agreeing to some sordid murder plot or whatever Mm -hmm. unless 
you know, yeah. Eris does a murder on Baron. Well, they said, hey, like, why don't you just murder Baron right now? Yeah. And then Baron definitely would be on your side. For and, like the the autumn court would definitely Amarin be on your side. That. Yeah, she's like, why don't you just murder Baron up and and put Eris in right now? And Reese is like, oh, it's so complicated. It's too and messy. Also, and I'm a good guy now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that would God, that would be such a righteous murder for Reese to do. Be hot. Baron is such an abusive asshole. Yeah, good hot but murder. Whatever. Apparently not. Whatever. Missed opportunity, Sarah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, then we're done. The deal is done. And then Kira comes back in for a sec. He's done pooping. Well, and, and, yeah. <laughs> he and got then, that chicken out. And then <laughs> Feyre's, <laughs> Feyre's like, I want the oogly boogly boasts. The yes, give me the Auroras Morris. Morris. <laughs> I need it. It's here and I need it. And, and he's like, sure, like, fine, but you can have it. If you want it, you're going to have to look into it and it shows you your true self and you're going to go crazy. No one's ever looked into this mirror and not gone crazy. Yeah. They either die or something. Yeah. Or go absolutely insane pants immediately. You know who would lose her shit in this Dorian Gray portrait mirror mess? Nesta? Nesta. Probably Elaine as well. Actually, I think Nesta would be just fucking fine. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that. would crumble Nesta probably knows yeah. exactly who she is. Oh, yeah. Elaine would be oh, like, yeah. I'm a monster? But all I have done is nothing in garden. How dare it? <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's correct. Are we done? Yeah, so she's like, oh, no, that's why the bone carver wanted that exact thing. Mm -hmm. I guess we're going to have to go back to the drawing board on getting them monsters. But that's a good thing for the bone carver. Bone carver, like, great character because, like... Love bone carver. If if you can look in this mirror and be cool, you're probably the right side to fight for. Yeah, exactly. Then you are worthy of my fighty times. Yeah, nice. Good like, work, Bone Carver. Oh, Bone Carver, you are so hot. <sighs> I think we're done now. Are we done now? We're done. Melody is done. Melody can hardly make words. Good. So. <laughs> Good. Okay. Melody done now. <laughs> um, I've already spilled my lady love. It's just trash TV, just the trashiest. And I know what you're thinking. Housewives. You're thinking, you know, dating shit. You're thinking The Bachelor. Bachelor. You're thinking, no, no. That's I'm asking, not what Aaron's I'm asking about. you to dig deep in that trash <laughs> pile and like go deep into like, I want like the trash, the real trash, the mm -hmm. MTV reality show trash, the TLC reality show yeah. trash. Just deep, skip past the Bravo, skip past the ABC, get real deep into yeah, those like, like get extra into channels. The shows where you have to think to yourself, should these producers be liable for all of the emotional <laughs> havoc that is being wreaked upon these characters. Yes. Should this TV network be able to face some like criminal serious... charges for yes. things that are happening? Yes, that's the level of trash. That's what that is just Aaron is talking about. Really serving my heart right now. <laughs> that might not be it may make you depressed and that's fine and don't. Um but right. if you're out there thinking, what is she talking about? Say yes to the dress? No. I'm that's talking not. about real trash. Just get in there and nom nom <laughs> nom nom like the raccoon you are and don't feel guilty about it. If you're if you're watching trashy TV, don't feel guilty about it. It's fine. No. 
You're you fine. didn't make it. You no. didn't make that TV. <laughs> All right. That's right. Your turn. Mine is, are you sort of a blondie? Do you have eyebrow hairs? <gasps> Dye your eyebrows. Melody <laughs> dyed her eyebrows. It revolutionized her whole face, you guys. It did. Yeah. Because I have eyebrow hairs and I have like enough of them or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're so light that if I don't fill them in every day with my little eyebrow wand, you can't see my eyebrows. And it's really annoying. The one downside to this is that my eyebrows were one of the only things left on my face that made people say to themselves, oh, Melody's got blonde hair. (laughs) Because at the root, you know, it's a little bit of a brown. Mm -hmm. So now that my eyebrows are a light brown, I do look like I have brown hair Mm -hmm. instead of blonde hair. But frankly... I look like I have a face that has structure Yes. on days where I don't do anything to my face. And it has done a lot for my self-esteem and my well-being. So, And I am a person who does not have any eyebrow hairs right. at all. I do at the, yeah. at the front, the that's part right. that's closest to my nose. But they fizzle out real quick. I have no... Uh-huh. Where, where you would have an she arch, have a tail. there's nothing. There's nothing. Right. And I did get face tattoos. Um, yeah. To fill that in. I did get those face tattoos, though, when I had red hair. And I didn't tell the lady, this isn't my natural <laughs> hair color. And so my <laughs> eyebrows are auburn, whereas my hair is the same color as your hair. So oh, I've never noticed that. Yeah, sometimes my fake eyebrow tattoos trick people into thinking I'm a redhead. <laughs> Ooh, girl. That's nice. Yeah. So if you're going to get eyebrow tattoos, make sure you talk about the color with your person <laughs> don't or just don't. assume they know that you're a dirty do blonde whatever you want <laughs> fair get enough get yourself some red eyebrows yeah do, do it. it dye your eyebrows get pink some green who eyebrows. cares you're never going no, to see cares. another human person again I know, i'm right? sorry <laughs> i'm sorry oh you're trapped God. forever here yep in pandemic times yeah try something crazy <sighs> do something nuts pink eyebrows yeah. Our friend Sarah just dyed her whole hair rose gold, and it looks incredible. It does look incredible. It looks very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hop on that Sarah Whitney Twitter slash Instagram. You can check it out. It's nice. Jesus, Lord. Looks great. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, dye your eyebrows. You know what? Just do the thing that's going to make your life easier, and it's going to make you feel nice. Yeah. Do it. Do that. Okay. You can find us on all the places. We have all the social medias. We don't have a TikToks, and we're not going to get a TikToks. So don't look for us there. <laughs> no one has been asking for that. <laughs> that could be no one blank and then heaving bosoms. We will not get a TikTok. No one has said. No one has said. We are heaving underscore bosoms on Twitter. We're at heaving bosoms on Instagram. We are heaving bosoms podcast on Facebook. Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult is the Facebook group. It's great. But when you when you try to get in there, do answer the questions. Because we kick you people out to. all the time that didn't answer the question. You can't just click We're join. We're just going to say no. And then not answer. You don't even have to answer them right. We say, why do you listen to the podcast? Many of you have said yes. That's yeah. not <laughs> an appropriate answer to that it's question. question. But guess what? We let you guys in. So, like, you yeah, don't have to think hard it. about it. Just, just answer true. something. Um, yep. what other things do we have? We have Patreon, patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast for all your extra content. We haven't served up yep. anything in the last couple of weeks, but we will. We will. 
And we certainly, I mean, we do, but we have many, many hours of bonus content on there if you're lonely and bored. Yeah. And the HB Reading Embrace still going on. People still embracing. Is that it? Yeah. I think it probably is. If you want to find any and all of those links, go to heavingbosoms.com. So enjoy that. All right, everybody. Keep being a badass and love yourself. And love yourself as much as you love dragging your clit on the ground when you're tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. So tired these days. I just uh, can't I carry just it can't, around anymore. I can't lift this clit anymore. <laughs> Sticks, rocks, dirt. <laughs> Whatever, you know? Ugh. These trying times. These strange trying times. My back hurts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love you. We'll see you for five more episodes on this book. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.